Internet. Hey, Internet. How's it going, Internet? Welcome to episode 71 of Outreach Factory, Internet. Uh, Merry pod- Christmas. Podcast. This it will be our Christmas and New Year's episode. We're going on a two-week hi- hi- hiatus yeah. after this while we do stupid Christmas shit with, with our, our dumb families. Families who we love. They don't, no one listens to this. Well, no, no one in my family listens to this podcast. I thought your mom listened to this and your dad. No, my mom listened to like one episode and then she was like, oh. And then she heard it. There's bad like, words oh, in oh, it. Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, I get to listen to your dumbass whenever you yeah. speak to me directly. Why would I tune in to do that for an yeah. hour on the internet it's every like, week? If there's one thing I like, it's dick jokes and I want to hear more of them from my son. You know... I really wish I could listen to my son talk about fucking monkeys more often. <laughs> I wish there was an avenue for me to do that. I don't have to worry about my mom listening to this because she's on like she lives in some fucking shitty like um what's below a town like a village? No, it's less than a village. It's like like a township. What is yeah, that? A town like, on a boat? <laughs> no, it's some like fucking shitty super small thing, and they don't even have like regular internet so she has to like go on the internet and it takes forever and she still has to do that thing where you turn off all the pictures on web pages so it'll actually load oh yeah what hamlet that's the word she lives in a hamlet in northern well not northern alberta but north of edmonton so that's north that's north that's like, north Regular That's internet north? just made it there do so. you remember how cold it got in edmonton oh that's yeah that's like arctic circle and to i'm me. gonna Find out how cold it got there again when I go there next weekend. Hope you got a parka. Nope. I remember when I... A valet. When we left, what is... what? Instead of a park, uh, I got a valet. It's, it's a terrible joke. Oh! I was, I was trying to, I was trying to, yeah. Ooh. Maybe next year we should start editing our podcast. Yeah, we could. I'm actually going to start with this episode and take jokes. that joke. Yeah. Right. I think that's the worst, the worst one. I'll admit it. It was pretty bad. I mean, I don't even know why I wanted to play up a park pun. I'm sure there's other park puns that people have made. Should we just move on from the puns about jackets? Yeah, I'm feeling not good about this. I yeah. had like high hopes had to get to this Ooh. episode. Uh, hey, it's Outrage Factory, the episode where we look at the things that made people bad online this week and explain why they're dumb for caring. As always, I am your co-host, Derek Bolin. And I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. And neither of us has ever made a homophobic joke in our lives. Actually, the other day at work. <laughs> Jesus, Dale. <laughs> no, no, we haven't made homophobic jokes, but I was lamenting the other day because it was like, remember when a guy's, like, Full repertoire of humor was about fucking other dudes or getting fucked by other dudes. Yeah. Those were all of our jokes. Like, if you wanted to roast a dude, yeah. all you had to do was insinuate that he wanted to have sex with other dudes. And if you wanted to, I don't know, make a dude feel awkward, you joke about how you wanted him to have sex with you. Turns out there's a lot of dudes to whom having sex with dudes is a viable lifestyle. And you can't say that shit anymore. And even if you said that in 2010 or 2009, back when it was like not super socially unacceptable to make gay jokes. 
you can now be ousted from your role hosting the Oscars as Kevin Hart found out this week. Didn't he quit? He stepped down after backlash. Uh, That's so dumb. This is the latest in a long line of people going into uh, digging into like 10 years of social media history to like unearth some shit. Um, I don't know. Uh, so Kevin Hart has stepped down as host from the Oscars. Uh, I will here. Can I pull up some examples of what he said? Really, the only person somewhere. suffering here is anybody who wanted to watch the Oscars. Because who are they going to get to host now? Like uh, it's in what February? They, they're actually uh, considering doing it without a host entirely. Is what I read. And just I mean, like okay. Number one, I haven't watched the Oscars in five. Yeah, years, like fuck so people who watch awards shows. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna watch some like four hour Hollywood <laughs> self fellatio ceremony. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. That was not a gay joke, by the way. If you're blowing yourself, yeah, it's, it's neither gay nor straight. Yeah. Plus, if you're gonna assume blowing yourself is gay, then you're assuming your own gender, and <laughs> that's terrible. Christ. And we're not allowed to do that either. I love how you seesaw between being the most progressive person on the podcast <laughs> like in last week's episode, and you're like, no, Baby It's Cold Outside is a rapey song, and then this week where you're like, did you just assume my gender? <laughs> you're a man of uh, many contradictions. Yeah. Okay, let's, hey, let's see. Keep them guessing. Kevin That's, Hart, uh, what you want to do? Kevin Hart had some uh, allegedly homophobic tweets. One about his son playing with his daughter's dollhouse and how he would like throw the dollhouse at his son and say "Stop, that's gay" in his Kevin Hart voice. <laughs> it's like <laughs> imagine that. It's funny, right? See, the worst part about that is can Kevin Hart physically pick up a dollhouse because he's like four feet he tall. He would fit in the dollhouse. <laughs> he's a small man. That, that's probably why he would be so mad his son was playing with the dollhouse because he's like, son, you're wrecking my bed. I was going to go sleep in there later. Now I got to remake the bed. Is that, was that your... That's Kevin, Kevin Hart. That's your... That's that was exactly what it sounds on. like. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, meet Dale DeRuder, your new host for the Oscars this year, yeah, <laughs> where you will be playing Kevin Hart. We started this podcast because you came to me and you're like, Dale, you are the best person at impressions I ever heard. Actually, I'll do it in your voice. You're like, Dale, you're the best person at impressions I've ever heard. Dale! Make a podcast with me. It'll be great. You will do impressions... <laughs> See, I can't talk now because people are going to think that I just had this like five minute monologue. Like, people so. are like, oh, what? What? Is Derek posting the podcast with himself? What happened to Dale? He just disappeared. Uh, in one of the tweets from 2011, among some that have been deleted, the comedian actor said, yo, if my son comes home, tries to play with my daughter's dollhouse, I'm going to break it over his head and say in my voice, stop, that's gay. I don't. I mean, it's a joke that landed a little flat. It's not funny at all. See, the problem, like, this goes back to the James Gunn tweets, and... Oh, yeah, remember that? Yeah, the main problem is they're not funny. I thought so the James you, Gunn you can't tweets. be... Well, some of them were, and some of them were just awkward. But, like, that joke that you just read, he can't be like, yo, I was making a joke because you're like, I read that, and that was not a joke because it wasn't funny at all. Also, I love how everyone's just overlooking... Violence towards children. Yeah. It's like, sure, it's homophobic or whatever, but he's advocating for smashing things over his kid's head, which yeah. the last time I checked, 
pretty illegal. Yeah, he's like, uh, I'm going to attempt infanticide, <laughs> but yeah, don't worry about that because you obviously care about my opinions on sexuality as opposed for my ability to keep my son from dying at my own hands. Is Kevin Hart a homophobe? I would say yeah. Well, I don't know if he's a homophobe. Like, see, that's another thing. It's like you make jokes about it as a comedian and you're not – you don't hate gays or scared of gays. You're just trying whatever you could do to make people laugh and make money. Also, like a lot of humor is predicated on like – Offending people. Like, well, no, on, on, on saying offensive things to yeah. expose prejudices – in people and make them like realize it about themselves, right? Yeah. Is that like that's why I make all the gay jokes I make, like when I talk about Dale and I 69ing each other. Yeah. That's because I want you to realize that by being disgusted at the thought of Dale and I face down in each other's crotches, you might actually be a homophobe. Yeah, because me and Derek blowing each other is fucking beautiful <laughs> and if you don't think so you're a bad person yeah and you should probably delete your tweets and not host the oscars yeah thank you dale did you know that you i don't know what company it is but i was listening to a podcast and a guy was a guy was so wigged out that he went to a company and paid like only 20 bucks and he's like delete every single tweet older than two years old that's, and you could do that that's smart you could get a company to just, I don't know, like erase the internet for all of your tweets over two years old, which if we ever had a chance of becoming people who were going to be in the limelight, we should probably do that because remember when James Gunn was there, we looked back at our tweets and some of them were offensive, so we deleted some. Uh, I remember the exercise of, yeah. I mean, to be fair, some of my tweets today are probably offensive. Yeah, but are they homophobic still? Oh, no. See, the main reason you shouldn't make homophobic jokes is now it's low-hanging fruit and it's hacky. And nobody thinks it's funny anymore because it's overdone and the 80s kind of fed that fed horse. Remember? Remember those? Yeah, I see where you... It's a callback to our last episode. Yeah. That's what you're doing there. So... All we'll do from now on, instead of like talking about old pop culture, we'll just self-reference our own podcast so that if someone's listening to this, they have to go back and listen to all 70 previous episodes. Otherwise, it won't make sense. Yeah, no one's even going to like people will get five minutes into one episode and they'll be like, Jesus Christ, I'm not listening to these two fucking idiots talk for 71 hours. Yeah. 71 hours. But... It kind of relieves all the stress, right? Like, we don't have to worry about impressing people because they're most likely just leave. So we're like, ah, it's like freedom, right? Or should it be the opposite where we try to make a good podcast so they stay listening? Yeah, you know, I don't think people would listen to a good podcast if we made it. So <laughs> yeah, cause let's just keep doing this. Already good podcast. Yeah. We're, so if we're, they're not listening to them. Yeah. Or they are listening to them and then they're listening to ours as like a palate cleanser because they're like, oh, yeah. I'm learning too many things from these intelligent people who talk yeah. into microphones for an hour. We're like the coffee beans at the perfume counter. You smell us. 
When you're like, oh, this smells so good. Oh, I don't want this delicious scent to ruin this other delicious scent. So I'll just listen to this overpowering immature podcast and then go back to this other one and learn a bunch of stuff. I thought you were supposed to eat those coffee beans. It's like, oh, I've got yeah, a little tired perfume shopping, so I'm gonna take, <laughs> I'm gonna take a couple. Oh boy, a couple pick me ups. Oh, thanks for the free beans, guys. All this, all this olfactory work is uh, breaking a sweat. My nose is tired from smelling. <laughs> I need a caffeine boost. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Is your shirt on inside out? Yeah, I think it might be. Just hey! one of those days. Not, <laughs> not only is Derek not able to teach you stuff about stuff, he also can't dress himself. <laughs> it's okay. To be fair, it's my undershirt. It's not like I was walking around all day with an inside-out shirt. But yeah, no, this is definitely inside-out. Yeah. You know, it's the, best, been, the best part is we could have just never mentioned it and no one would have no, ever known. I really want people to know that. Yeah. Have you ever uh, reeled me this? Yeah. Have you ever, like, accidentally put your underwear on backwards? So it's like the middle of the day and you're going to take a piss and you go and you're, like, fishing around in there trying to find the pee hole. And then you're like, what the fuck? And then you... Not for many, many years. Oh. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe your body's shaped differently than mine, but when I put my underwear on and they're backwards, I can immediately tell. Usually, I don't know if you've seen my legs, but they're a fair (laughs) amount bigger than yours so that the back of my underwear sticks out more than the front. And then if if I put them on backwards, I'm like, why are they so tight in the butt and so loose in the crotch? And it's because they're on backwards. Not because they're normally loose in the crotch, because your dick is tiny. Hey, oh! <laughs> gotta high five that. It's a good joke. You can't, you can't not. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Someday. My girlfriend roasted me so much. See, the problem with dating a girl who's not very funny and then teaching whoa, whoa. her. Oh, she's not gonna listen to this. Okay. Teaching her how to be funny and making great roast jokes is she will. The student will become the master and she will eventually learn to roast you. Yeah, like she got me some presents or something. She's like, well, tomorrow I'm going to give you a small shitty present. And then she walks out of the room and then she peeks her head back in. She's like, small and shitty, just like your dick. And I was like, (laughs) Andrea said this? Yes. And I was like, God damn, that is so I respect her so much more (laughs) now. (laughs) You can't even be mad at that. This is like a high tier rose. That's like I could never date a funny girl because I would need to be the funny one in the relationship. That would be like like if us dated, you would just hate it. What? No, I was going to say, like, choosing a podcast host, I intentionally chose the least funny person I knew to host a podcast with so that I would be the funny guy. Yeah. And that still backfired. It's <laughs> like, everyone thinks you're the funny guy. The fuck? Yeah, yeah so you got to get, like, the like the boss on uh, Silicon Valley. Like, just, like, monotone and, like, some sort of, like, social disease like Asperger's or something. Definitely Asperger's. Where they can't be funny. Also, that guy's kind of fucked up in real life. Like, have you... Or he's just, like, hit the point where... Well, not the guy. The boss. His girl. The girl. Oh, the girl. The investor. monotone. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That kid, though. He's, like... He's got to be, like, one of those dudes where you're, like, you know... Do you know he's from Nelson, B.C.? 
Uh, place. Like, yeah. I didn't sense. know that, but now that I hear that, I'm like, yeah. He, not, uh, not confused. He seems like a guy who's lived in a mountain town where he doesn't see a lot of sun. Or a lot of people. So he's not like... <laughs> so he's like the one guy in the town who decides he wants to go into acting and is just Good like for him socially for making ostracized it, his entire life. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, Maybe he should host the... Oh, man. If he like played up the office... They should get... Middle ditch? They should get all... Of the super, like, burgeoning, famous, awkward people to host the Oscars. Like, get him, Michael Sarah, Diet Michael Sarah. Oh, uh, uh. The unfunny Michael Sarah. Fuck, I know exactly. The one from the social network. Yeah, uh. And the one who played (laughs) Lex Luthor. (laughs) Remember when he was a super villain? Wait, wasn't that Michael Sarah? No, that's Diet Michael Sarah. That's like. Who they got to do be in stuff when Michael Sarah got popular and they're like, well, let's get this other guy who imitates him Who's and like is way cheaper. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Michael Sarah without the charm. Yeah. Of Michael Sarah. Which is or the minimal amount of charm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So Thomas they should Middlevich get, grew up weird and shy in Nelson BC. Again. Oh, I don't see that. So let's get Thomas Middlevich, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg, is that what his name? And Michael Sarah. And they can all dress like each other, and it would be super hilarious because they could just play it off like they're all the same person and not, like, be like, oh, hey, I'm Thomas Middlevich. Just be like, hey, again, guys, it's me, blah, 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 and just host it and interchange. And have it be the driest, unfunniest Oscars ever. And then next year, when they go and dig up someone's social media history and they've said unflattering thing about gays or some ethnic group or women they're more willing to overlook it because or i would rather laugh during the four-hour award ceremony somebody was like or you know you could get a woman to host it and it's like i don't know what are tina fey and what's that other girl amy poehler yeah what are they they host it once no they hosted what the golden globes pop your tarties bro (laughs) (laughs) i'm now shirtless this is the sexy this is the sexy podcast episode. Okay. Who would you want to host the Oscars? What? We already know I want the three awkward guys to interchangingly host it. In like a, a perfect world? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, Anthony Jesselman. Anthony, I was just going to say Anthony Jesselman. Like 100%. His, his first joke could be like, remember Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes? <laughs> That, yeah. that would be my choice. Those were the salaries. That would be amazing if they just got, like, the most offensive roaster to come out and just, like... Didn't we talk about this already? How, like, every few months, like, people will, like, creep into his social media history to, like, try and, like, expose yeah. him for making offensive jokes. Well, and he's just like, are you new here? Like, if What was the guy's never... name? Cernovich? Uh Oh, Mike Cernovich. Yeah, the yeah. guy who got James Gunn exposed went after Jesselneck next and then Jesselneck was like yeah no you're looking for a needle in a needle store <laughs> on customer appreciation day and everybody was like oh thanks for pulling together all his funniest tweets and it just backfired I don't think Cernovich has been around since then has he I don't know uh, I either blocked him or he blocked me uh quite some time ago what was it Jesselneck had something 
Just looking at his tweets right now. Just look at his tweets and start Uh, laughing. Woman drowned a daughter in bath and set fire to her, jury told. And Jesselnik's commentary is, seems (laughs) counterintuitive. Jesselnik is so ruthless. Like, it's perfect. Uh, Have you listened to his podcast? He hosts Uh, this uh, sports, it's a sports podcast, sort of. Yeah. Um, with his buddy who's uh, like an on-air personality for the NFL Network. And these guys have been friends since like college. And it's like, it's the funniest fucking podcast. Nice. Do I've they talk about to. stuff that's not the NFL? Yeah, lots. Because I'm not a huge Like, it's like, it's it's a podcast about sports. Like, this is yeah. a podcast about internet outrage in which we'll have one topic that we discuss for five minutes. Yeah. And then we just talk out our asses for the next 55 yeah, that's how you make good content. That's that's how you make a good podcast. You know, I blame the 24-hour news cycle for us trying to just fill this dead air. Yeah. But no, to answer your question, I have not well, listened to the podcast. Well, you should listen to it because it's funny. If you, like, if you like Anthony Jeselnik, you will like the podcast yeah. that Anthony Jeselnik is. I'm not going to listen to any podcast that is not this one, just like all the listeners should do. We're just like... Oh, hey, you know that super funny guy? Go listen to his podcast. Right, don't listen to his podcast. Instead of this one. That super guy, that super funny guy has a shitty podcast that you would just be offended by, as opposed to Dale and I. Yeah. Who you're not offended by. Yeah. And you're actually kind of aroused by the thought of us 69ing each other and me sitting here without a shirt on because I put it on Inside Out this morning and I was embarrassed when Dale called me out. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's just where we are. So just take it off. That's... (laughs) Oh, you don't like my shirt? Just take it off and be like, what? Now. Yeah. You made this awkward, not me. You're the one who talked about my shirt. (laughs) Could have just let it go. Yeah. Just like those people with the Kevin Hart tweets. Yeah. Now you don't get a... Kevin Hart would have been a good host. I think so. I don't know. He always just seems so wholesome. Also, he would have made... uh, The thing few people realize about Hollywood stars is that they're all... Pretty pretty small people. Yeah, they're all short with giant heads because when you film stuff, it for some whatever reason, like a video camera will make somebody's body look big and their head look smaller. That's why, like Chris Pine, have you ever seen that guy? Like not on an actual like movie camera, his no. head is like this big and his body is like this big. Like they look like aliens because they have these giant heads. And teeny tiny bodies. Yeah, they look fucked up and they have yeah. disproportionate bodies and heads. And that's why they go into a career where they just need validation from complete strangers all the time. Yeah. As opposed to us who start a podcast and not a career. We, like we did it backwards. We should have done the thing that gives us money and validation instead of just not validation. Yeah, but I feel like they had to put effort into that. Yeah, I feel like they put a lot of effort. Like, probably. Like, we yeah. have a friend who's an actor. Yeah. And he's he's even, like... Put a lot of effort. He's put in a life. lot of effort into to being an actor. You know, maybe he's not... Maybe he's not famous because his body's normal size. We should tell him to go get his body surgically smaller. His body's so his normal size, but his head's, his head's a little small. Sorry, Keenan. Uh, his head's not... Well, his head... Let's be clear. His head is normal size for a human, but for an actor, it's small. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he needs, like, a Tom Cruise, like, big old head. Does Tom Cruise have a big head? Yeah, of course he does, because he's an actor. He's also under five feet tall, isn't he? 
Or you go... First question on Quora. Why do so many Hollywood actors seem to have large heads? There you go. And what's their answer? Uh, people with big heads have larger... Fuck off. People with big heads have larger features and are more expressive. They also fill up the screen better. Not every actor has a big head, but several of the ones I've seen have huge heads, especially Peter Gallagher. In person, his head is abnormally huge and he appears caveman-like, but on screen it looks great. Who's Peter Gallagher? Isn't he the guy with the fucking eyebrows? What? Eyebrows? Yeah, this guy. Oh! What a, random, what a random poll. Hey, this obscure actor that was in the OC. Well, I guess he's not obscure, but the OC is like, what, 10 years? Went off the air how long ago? Man, that was a, they need to reboot that. That Shut was a fantastic up, show. I did not watch that show because... It was really good. Oh, I can't even make... Because I'm straight jokes anymore. Like we used to when the OC was actually on TV like can't, 10 years ago. You can't, oh, 10 years ago when it was socially acceptable... To say you didn't watch something because you weren't gay. Yeah, because I'm straight. I didn't say I wasn't gay. I just said I was straight. Insinuating the other thing. Yeah, I don't know. See, now I can't make that joke. It's a good thing the OC's off the air because I can't make that joke anymore. Yeah, it's also a good thing that you're not being courted to host the Oscars. Because yeah. that wouldn't happen. Because mm-hmm. that's... That's the first offensive thing. They should get said. The Rock to host the Oscars. Yeah, when I think about like this shit, like just like what's the word I'm looking for? Crystal Star power. Crystal crystal clear. Crystal clean. Crystal clean. clean. Just clean. Mister clean. <laughs> squeaky clean. <laughs> does gotta look squeaky clean. Thank you. Yeah. Like The Rock has a pretty carefully cultivated. Persona, Which is funny because he started as a professional wrestler, like the most looked down upon sort of entertainment there is available right now. Like usually if someone's a wrestler, they're a joke and not turn into the biggest actor there ever was. Yeah. Is. Yeah, they should get him to host it. Yeah. He is squeaky. I'd be down with that. And he's moderately funny. Also... If they if they get him to host the Oscars and then somebody milkshake ducks him and says he has a sex tape and here it is, then I can watch the rock sex tape. Not that I would do you think there is one? Does he have a sex tape? Oh. Uh are those just like does he? Ew. What? 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 What's ew? Uh, well, I searched the rock sex tape. Uh, there is a kid rock sex tape. No, thanks. And Scott Stapp from Creed, <laughs> apparently. Who? Oh, the singer the from Creed. The lead singer from Creed. That's. Uh, in really. 1999, Creed frontman Scott Stapp and country hip hop artist Kid Rock were involved in a sex tape. Well, the same one? I think. With each other? Uh, the tape in question involves the two partying, getting completely drunk, and having their groupies performing oral sex on them. That is a ew. The only other thing that is known about the tape is that at some point Scott Stapp utters the phrase, it's good to be the king. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) The 90s. Am I right? Yeah. 
Wait, was Kid Rock even a... Oh, yeah, I guess that, like, Bawa to Ba song was out back then. Ba- Bawa to da Baba. Ba da bang da bang diggy 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 said a boogie said up jump the boogie. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. See, I still remember the lyrics. I've got a mind like a steel trap. Okay, let's uh, not get distracted by probably the worst sex tape well, I've ever heard. Oh, now I kind of want to see it. See, what'd you say his name was? Something Stapp? Scott Stapp? Scott Stapp. If there is a person I want to see less have sex. 45 minutes long. What? Dear Lord. Wow. Those groupies weren't very good at their job if it lasted 45 minutes. Derek, quit reading about the sex tape. Okay, but I just... What? Okay. Nothing okay. about Kid Rock getting a rim job. That would be From weird. Scott Stapp. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, you can't make those jokes, Dale. That's homophobic. Yeah. Imagine if they 69 and stole our whole bit. There'd be nothing funny about that. That would yeah. be arousing and a totally acceptable thing to have happen. Yeah, the Kid Rock Creed show, they're like, hey, hang around after the show because we're going to 69 each other. Yeah, no thank you, groupies. Ooh. We've got this. And then Scott Sapp's like, it's going to be the king. <laughs> well, he'd say, because <laughs> he'd have Kid Rock's dick in his mouth. Yeah. All right, uh, moral of the story, don't tweet anything that could come back to haunt you as as uh, society's approach to humor and what it's acceptable to joke about will shift over the next decade. Yeah. So basically, if just don't tweet, if you have a tweet don't that tweet anything, you wouldn't ever. want read aloud in church, delete it and pretty much purge all of your social media. I would fucking love to have my tweets read aloud in church. I would love to be just at to that offend church. all the church. Oh, my goals. God. If. I could go there in secret and listen to your tweets read in church and just see, like, people lose their shit. That would probably be the best People, thing like, ever. passing out, vomiting all over <laughs> each other, <laughs> trying to ward off the devil. Uh, all right, we're going to yeah. take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about more dumb things that made people mad online this week. Yeah. There it is. Did I sound extra raspy? Because I was taking sweet vape rips. Take some rips on the old vape there, bro. Bro. Remember? Okay. This is, I don't know if this is interesting enough for the podcast, but I uh, just say shit anyway. Is anything we talk about it. So funny story about today. Me and Derek were driving somewhere with his child in the back and we said bro to each other so much. That his kid got mad at us. Got a, yeah, a five-year-old <laughs> found what we were doing obnoxious, <laughs> if you can believe it. We said, bro, I don't know, we were just saying like, bro, bro, and then he got mad as a five-year-old. Yeah. Like, how obnoxious do you have to be to annoy a five-year-old? I would say the perfect amount. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about this thing? I would love to talk about this thing. Which the, the, let's talk the, about uh, the strained relations between uh, Canada and China right now. This is a particular relevance to me because I'm fucking going to China and taking my easily annoyed five year old with me <laughs> in about a month. <laughs> I uh, hope they don't say bro in China. Yeah, I don't. They do, but they probably say in Chinese. Yeah. One quick, second. 
quick hit up of the Google Translate to see what bro actually is in Chinese. So if you're unaware of the situation of what's actually happened is Canada and China are having strained relations because Canada extradited the CEO of the cell phone company Huawei to the U.S. The U.S. wanted the CEO of Huawei. Is that how you say it? Huawei? Huawei? I think it's just Huawei. Huawei? Huawei? I don't think Am you, I saying you it right? don't need to do that. Do I just, well, it starts with an H. Huawei. Is it Huawei? Huawei. Huawei. What? Huawei. Saying what? What? Huawei. <laughs> so anyways, Huawei. I'll just say Huawei with like two W's. Oh, that sounds way better, actually. So that I sound like the whitest person that's ever lived. So anyways, the CEO of Huawei um, was, well, Huawei, the company, was breaking the U.S. sanctions for, was it Iran or Iraq? Uh, Iran. Does it matter? Which one? Like, which one's worse? Yes. Which one's the bad guys and which ones are allies? Neither. Okay. But Iran's the meaner one? Saudi Saudi Arabia yeah. is, is the, uh, the Arab nation that's friendly mm-hmm. to U.S. interests. And, and Iran is... What? Which countries make up Saudi Arabia? Because I know. That's, that's I the, just that, want to see if you know. That's one, that's one country. That's Saudi Arabia country. is yeah. the country. Yeah. So what does that have to do with Iran or Iran? So Iran is a country that isn't friendly to U.S. interests. So they're like the bad country. Yeah. And Iraq was a country that was unfriendly to U.S. interests until they invaded and beat the shit out of Saddam Hussein. And now uh, they've installed a puppet government, I think. I don't actually know. Nobody really talks about Iraq since that whole thing. I imagine yeah. uh, the U.S. probably just like bombed it to rubble and now it's a shithole and uh so which uh, so iran is the one in okay. this story yeah so so Canada, super knowledgeable guys talking about what world stupidly yeah extradited well they so they didn't even extradite her yet they've yeah. arrested her it's the cfo chief financial officer oh, i thought it was the ceo no okay cfo of huawei huawei the uh, cell phone, they're like a cell phone manufacturer. Yeah, they, they're they the third largest cell phone manufacturer in the world. Yeah. No, second largest, right behind Android. So Canada arrested her and they're going to extradite her to the U.S. Yeah. Which, honestly, if I'm thinking of like the next 50 years... I probably want to buddy up with China over the U.S. I would not. I would probably buddy up with the U.S. Because if you buddy up with China and all their humanitarian problems and underpaid worker problems and environmental problems that their increased manufacturing finally catches up to them and you look like you're complicit with all the bad shit they've been doing, that's going to be bad. But when you're a superpower, you don't have, you're never held to account because the U.S. also has exploitation of labor. They also have like tons of environmental problems. Yeah. 
But because we're allied with them, we're like, oh, the U.S. is like the U.S. is the exact fucking same as any other country. Like they're not. Yeah. They're not. It's not like you can compare the U.S. and China and be like, oh, one is doing bad things and one is doing good. They're both doing the exact same shit. But the thing is, if you're going to pick sides, I would pick sides with the U.S. because if China invades Canada, all of Europe will step in and help us. But if we take sides with China and then the U.S. invades us, all the countries are going to side with U.S. Basically, I do not think – if you look at how U.S.'s international relations have been affected since Trump was elected president. It's still – I don't think – Nobody's going to pick a communist country over – Oh, 100%. Not, no. 100%. If World War breaks out – Yes. Britain, France – Germany are not taking China over the U.S. So here's the thing. None of these countries give a fuck about democracy. None of these countries give a fuck about communism. No. These countries care about any country, any intelligent country, cares about the balance of power. Mm -hmm. China is going to be a more powerful country than the United States in our lifetime. Yet more reason for the other countries to side with the U.S., so you can break down that power and keep them in check. How's, how's that working out so Well, there far? isn't a war yet. Uh, but it's not like anyone's been keeping the U.S. in check. And the U.S. is kind of burning all these diplomatic relations now. Yeah, but we, everybody's been using the U.S. as the attack dog to just hit all the upstart countries so that they can hold back and look like not bad guys. So, like... Brit, like Europe has problems with these countries that are like trying to like start their own nuclear stuff like Pakistan and everything. So they send in USA World Police. That way Europe gets to look like they're not the bad guys where all the heat falls on the US. But if the US wasn't going in and playing World Police, who would? Probably a European China. country. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I still... Yeah, it's hard to say. Like, this specific one, I wouldn't have arrested her no. if I was the person because... Especially not to extradite her to the U.S. Yeah. For trumped-up charges against Iran, which, like... Yeah, and especially if you're talking about sanctions and selling stuff to people... like. The states are probably still selling stuff to Iran anyway. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Just through, like, back channels Mm -hmm. rather than on paper. Exactly. I don't know. Um, So this is uh, resulting in some retaliation uh, on behalf of China against uh, apparently two two Canadians were arrested in China. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, like journalists, weren't they? I, I don't think they I think they were, like... They might have even been, like, industrial spies or something. Or that's yeah. the, the story they're telling, at least. I like how we just stop and both just, like, Google quickly. Oh, who's uh, been arrested? Uh, um, China's detention of two Canadians. Unacceptable. Well, this is the U.S. secretary saying it. Yeah. Like, it's all bullshit. I would 100%. If I, I, I would align myself with China right now. I got to go with the States. I mean, 
you you look at the states and you look at the way that's trending. Yeah. That's not Well, in like however many years, they're just going to flip back the other way. Like this whole Trump thing is just kind of like a way to get them to accept business as usual because before Trump, everybody in the states was sick of like the way that the president was leading things and the country was being ran. So they get this complete like nutcase in and now when they bring in someone who's just like being like, hey, I want to run the same the stuff the same way that Obama did where I do all the bad shit. It's just in secret. Then everybody's like, yes, come back. We don't want to change the political landscape at all. Before when we said we wanted to change everything because we're unhappy, that's not what we meant. Yeah, but even irrespective of who's in power, you look at like, so there's this like rapidly widening income disparity in the United States. Yeah. There's like tons of people addicted to, uh, basically they're just like feeding all the poor people. Uh, like oxies. Oxies, like, yeah. uh, you know, heroin and shit to, yeah. to keep them complacent. And basically the U.S. is going to be China in which there are like four or five extremely wealthy people that like live in these yeah uh, these city nations that are walled <laughs> to keep the pores out and everyone else is an indentured servant yeah uh and i mean china's had that shit figured out for like centuries so mm-hmm. i think they definitely have the edge there and i guess if you're going by pure population you're oh, going to want wanna... 100% china they can yeah. just like Give everyone in the country a gun and be like, go out and fuck some shit up. And they they take over. It would be like, you know when you're playing Risk and yeah. you have the one country with like hundreds <laughs> of armies on it? You're like, I'm just going to walk through the rest of the fucking yeah. take over the entire world. That's what that's what China is right now. They're the they're the hundred armies on one country. Right. Yeah. Just like go out and just that's true. I think I just oh, broke six day hey, This is the one that you broke and it got caught on my pen. Our podcasting chairs are destroyed. Hey, they lasted like what? Like four podcasts? Yeah, I think I paid like $30 each for these things. I would so say money well spent. Do not purchase podcasting chairs from IKEA because they will break. So, I mean, if you're a sponsor and you're not IKEA and you want to give us new podcasting chairs, That'd be great. Yeah, or if you're IKEA and you want to give us free podcasting chairs for us to not say how your furniture is like horrifically shitty and doesn't even allow two reasonably sized men <laughs> to podcast every week for an hour and for, just sit on them awkwardly and drop them. Yeah, and, and also like put our weight on the like <laughs> the, the one. Little yeah, the cross support. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, is that, I don't really have anything else to say about this. Just that like, if I get detained and thrown into a Chinese, uh, gulag while I'm there, it was an honor, uh, serving with you, Dale DeRuiter in the podcast trenches. And, uh, I'll always remember you fondly. will be terrible. And in other news, uh, Outrage Factory might be looking for another (laughs) co-host, say, mid-February, depending on upcoming current events. To be considered, all you have to do is be less funny than Dale. Which is everybody. But also way handsomer than Dale. Which is also everybody. (laughs) So you will be considered uh, to fill my role on the podcast. Yeah, and... 
If you can make sentences better than me, that's good, which is also pretty easy. And you would have to do all of the research because I'm still not going to do any. I wouldn't even say all of the research. I'd say you have to be good at Googling things while recording. Yeah. Like you have to be good at just making awkward silences while you're looking up Kid Rock and (laughs) Scott What's-His-Face's. Stap. Scott Stapp's sex tape. I already forgot what his last name was. You just reminded me the sex tape existed. Now I got to Google it. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just kidding. Just making jokes. <laughs> so anyway, so she's still being held in prison. And the whole reason, like. I actually paid, she posted like bail or something. Did she? Can oh, you I, do that for I'd imagine. I don't know. I'd imagine you. So I heard in my non-actual legit research that the reason this is such a big deal is it's either her or her husband is really good friends with the actual leader of China. So that's how, or is it her or the CEO? Anyways. Oh, she's under house arrest in Vancouver right now. Either someone who is high up in Huawei or the woman herself is on super close personal terms with the leader of China so yes. that's where all this problem is coming. Because if it was just a company that didn't really matter, China would be like, whatever, that's just a company. But they're like, he's going to kind of flex his international muscle and try to get her out. This is just, yeah, this is a, such a fucking stupid thing because, uh, A, it affects my travel plans personally. Oh, yeah, it's. Only important if it affects one of us personally. Yeah. And this affects you personally. Me, I'm still on the I don't care. Well, I wanted a Huawei phone because they have really good cameras. And then that way I could take better pictures without having to buy another DSLR. Which, it's funny because I saw a Huawei billboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they're still, you can buy the phones. Mm-hmm. You, They're advertising. Like... Yeah. So it's not like companies are going to be like, oh, all this money Huawei paid to advertise with us. Like they're still on SportsCenter. They're still on Hockey Night in Canada. Uh, These companies aren't going to just be like, I'm going to give you back all this money you gave us. I mean, plus that commercial that like initially blew my mind where one guy has a Huawei phone and he pushes it face to face with his girlfriend's Huawei. Oh, phone, and they charge and each they other. They fucking or charge right? each other. Yeah. Like that's next level shit. Yeah, that's. I could see why the states is scared to have them cell phones in their country. Chinese ingenuity. Because they're man. like, if they can fucking charge each other just by touching, just think of all the like knowledge they're just gonna pull out of the air and shoot back to China in like commercial espionage. Yeah, like they're gonna like. And another thing is, like, everybody's assuming, like, everybody is kind of joking that, like, Google and iPhones are listening to you at all times. So uh, the U.S. knows that they're doing that. So they're like, well, why would we want a Chinese company to listen to us? That's super scary. So I think that's where some of this is, like, they don't care that they broke sanctions with Iran. I think what they care about is the number two best-selling cell phone company is going to be in all the homes, whereas they have, like, a monopoly share of 
secretly watching their own citizens right now. And they don't want to give that up to someone else. Yeah. Well, I think it's just like kind of a global pissing contest in general, right? Yeah. Like uh, U.S. and China are really the only two. Like Russia's kind of fucked off. Uh, yeah. So when you look at like superpowers, there's. And the yeah, US the next wars aren't going to be like a war. It's going to be who has the highest penetration with technology. And right now, really, it's pretty much just U.S. and China. Do you ever read that book, uh, Cell? Let me backtrack there. And if you ask me, did you ever read that book? <laughs> Since, like, I used to read books, and then smartphones came out, and I was like, I could have all of this knowledge or play these dumb games, or I could read a book. So this book yeah. kind of ties into that. Yeah. Because the whole premise of this book is that all the cell phones in the world emit a signal that turns anyone who is using them into a murderous psychopath and, like, entire cities are leveled because yeah. everyone's on a cell phone. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're all, like, on a murderous rampage and just killing people until they themselves are murdered or they, like, go feral into the woods or something. So it's, like, 28 days later. But with cell phones. Like, they're not zombies. They have air quotes, the rage. Right. It's like 28 days later, but a heavy handed uh, parable about the evils of technology. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a Stephen King story, actually. That sounds pretty Stephen King. Uh, but but so what you're saying is that like it could come down to Apple versus Huawei. No, it's and wherever the most phones are. Apple's already behind Huawei. So it's going to be Google, Google versus Huawei. Which in that you're not even talking like countries with borders at that point. You're yeah. just talking like cell phone manufacturers. Yeah. Like controlling armies of people. Yeah, exactly. That's fucked. Actually, I think there's a good premise for a story there. Yeah. And you should abandon your werewolf novel or work this into it somehow. You know, that would kind of be refreshing because this werewolf novel, like my whole point of it was my whole the whole like acorn seed of the idea was wouldn't that be cool to have a revisionist history that involved werewolves like werewolves built the pyramids pretty much so i started doing this and every and i like got all these like threads of ideas and i put them down and every and like right now i'm at the point where i have a whole bunch of good ideas that i just need to put in a through narrative line (laughs) and every time i sit down to try tie these ideas together i think of something else And then I'm like, huh, what if there was zombies and their low intelligence made them talk in, like, meme speech? Like, they could only say, like, hey, doggo boy and all that (laughs) stuff. So I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. So I start writing that. And I was like, wait, how am I going to tie that back to fucking Egypt? And I'm just like, fuck. So if I just scrap that and go. Do the cell phone thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not cell phone, but, like, the technology of like one thing versus the other. Yeah. But also technology companies fighting wars. And one of them has like this line of code that when deployed turns people into werewolves. And then one of them has a line of code that when deployed turns people into meme speak zombies. You know what? (laughs) Instead of writing this book, I'm just going to go read snow crash again (laughs) where snow crash (laughs) is a fucking great novel because 
Somebody. This like, is the one book Dale's read in the past decade, I think. I, re- I think I read it more than 10 years uh, okay. ago. Okay. But the point of Snow Crash was that at one point, everybody spoke the same language in biblical. It's like before the Tower of Babel, and it was akin to binary. And so now, so then everybody has this like sort of, I guess, the base code of everybody's brain is in binary. So somebody figures this out, and in the virtual reality world of the future, somebody writes this code, and when people see it, it like crashes their brain. So that's where the term snow crash came from. And it's a really good book, and everybody should read it. Uh, I thought it was like a literal crash in the snow. You read the book. You don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just playing it up for our listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah, All right. Okay. So, oh, another thing, the reason that Huawei will never be Google is all that trouble we ha- I had mostly saying Huawei or Huawei or Huawei or Huawei. However you say it. Hawaii. You can't be like, hey, Huawei, play like you can with the Google because. White people. What are you going to have? Like Huawei Home? I mean, that would be a good idea. It's probably a thing. Oh, it's definitely a thing. It's probably not called Huawei Home. It's probably called something else. That will. AI Cube. That will. Ooh, that's. Hey, let's see. Let's come up with the most terrifying name we could give a piece of technology that goes in your room or in your home and call it the AI cube. Yeah. The Terminator pod. Hey, it's not even a cube, idiots. It's more like a cylinder shape. Come on. That's kind of cool. I might buy one. Why would you Uh, buy one? Apparently, like, I just want, if there are any uh, Chinese government officials listening to this, I want you to know... That I align myself with you in the forthcoming war. And what? this is gonna be like Civil War, where it was like brother versus brother. Cause yeah. I'm obviously gonna pee, like pledge Team Google because they've been nothing but good to me. And you're going Team Huawei. I like China, man. What so can I say? So I'll see you on the fucking front lines there, brother. The front lines will be this podcast where we'll turn into a debate podcast every week where I will represent. The Chinese side of an issue, yeah. and you will represent the Google side of an issue. That would be amazing. The best part about this war is since it's all technology and probably robots fighting, we could hang out while we're fighting against each other on a laptop. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be fine. we just have to, like, dodge each other's drone strikes while we were recording no, a podcast. We shoot each other. Right. I definitely, I would never shoot you. It would pretty much be like we were just playing a video game with each other and our robots would shoot each other's robots. Yeah, I wouldn't try to murder you at all. Anyways, (laughs) moving on. You'd have to murder me because I'm obviously going to be a better robot pilot than you and I will kill all your robots. Yeah, you, you are much better at video games than I am. Oh man, and then... We could have that moment from Robot Jocks where he's like, be like, we can both live. And the other guy's like, no, chainsaw penis. Oh, also, fuck, that movie was so good. I'm scared it won't hold up. I'm pretty sure it looks terrible. So all you listeners, your homework is to watch Robot Jocks. Watch Robot Jocks. And if you're still a person who reads books like I used to read Snow Crash. Because that book, well, I guess, uh, I kind of feel bad because Snow Crash was written in the early 90s. 
So some of the retro futurist tech speak in there is going to be a bit obnoxious. But definitely watch Robot Jocks. It uh, probably doesn't hold up, but it's still good for it's still good for a laugh. What was the sequel to Robot Jocks? Pacific Rim. No. Yeah. Pacific Rim. See, I like how in Pacific Rim they're like, isn't this just robot jocks you guys are ripping off? They're like, no, because this one you need two people to fly the robot. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's totally a different movie. Also, I watched the new Pacific Rim. Good. Thumbs up. Yeah. It's robots fighting robots and monsters. What do you like about that? I don't know. It's like amazing. Oh, also I watched Rampage where it's giant monsters fighting giant monsters. Also thumbs up. See, I would think that the Oscars would be a lot more respected if they honored movies like these. Oh, for oh, oh the they're toying bringing in a new category for popular, like a popular like a people's choice ish movie. So like the most popular movie, or like they haven't said exactly what the category is gonna be, but. If they open that up, I will definitely watch it. Where it's like the movies that I watch instead of some boring dramas about like people rediscovering themselves. I would way rather watch giant robots fight giant robots than like emotional dramas. Like that movie where the fish, you didn't even get to see his dick. I was like, hey. Shape of Water. I'm surprised I won because usually that's a movie I'd want to watch. Like, Wait, did a, you not get to see his dick in that? No. I watched that movie. I you remember seeing see fish dick. dick. No. I think you imagined – you wanted to see it so bad that you imagined seeing the fish dick. That might be it. See, that it's weird because that seems like a movie I'd like because you're like, this fish guy has sex with this hot girl. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm into that. I want to see that. But somehow it just looked – so boring, they're like, oh, yeah, this fish guy and this girl spend an hour flirting subtly because he's kept in captive and it's based in the 50s and there's no real action. And then it's like... I really like that movie. Did you? Yeah. Was there a social commentary in it? Y- yeah. Lee. Not social not commentary kind of played out. Heavy-handed, but... You know. Really? There's a fish guy that has sex with a woman and it's not heavy-handed? How did they dodge that? I guess maybe they spent, like, enough time de- like, kind of desensitizing you to the fact that the fish guy and the girl were going to have sex. That when they finally had sex, you're like, yeah, this seems natural. I'm okay with this. What what are what are you alluding to? What? I'm alluding to that. It was probably, well, I don't know. I'm just saying that it just looked really boring, and that if there was social commentary, it would be like preaching to the choir, where you're like, "Yeah, we get it. Racism existed back then, and it's bad. We should stop racism." Like, is that what the movie's about, or should I actually watch it so I know what I'm talking? No, about? I think that's pretty much. Okay, because it looks pretty boring and I don't want to actually get around. There is fish dick in it, though. Yeah. You know what they should do? (laughs) They should get the other members of the Hellboy universe in there and then go fight bad guys instead of... the fish man. Yeah, because it's... Is that not like the same fish guy from the Hellboy movies? 
Like it's supposed to be the same character, is it not? Because he looks exactly the same as the fish guy from Hellboy. Fans think The Shape of Water is a secret Hellboy prequel. Is it not? Oh, because of this guy. Yeah, I definitely thought it was. I thought it was like the same fish guy. Yeah, they do look kind of... Maybe that's just because they couldn't afford to get a whole separate... Well, they couldn't afford to get a whole new guy to design a suit, so they just got the old fish guy suit? Yeah. Like, just, you know, save some of your special effects budget. That actually makes me want to watch it less because I thought it was, like, the same guy. And if it's not, then I'm like, well, I definitely don't want to watch it You should watch it. Now. It's a Hellboy prequel and also Hellboy's in it. And really? It about water. Does Hellboy have sex with a girl? <laughs> yes. With his big spiny demon dick. How about, instead of that, I go home and Google furiously for a Ron Perlman sex tape. Could do that. Or yeah. what's his name? The guy who's going to play the new Hellboy. The sheriff from Stranger Things. Fuck, what's his oh. name? That guy rules. Yeah, David, he's uh, awesome. But he's not a household name. Like, everybody knows his face because he's the guy from Stranger Things. But his name da- isn't a household name yet because we don't know it. David Harbour. That's an easy name to remember. Yeah, it's you pretty figure easy. we would remember that. Pretty easy. Anyway, yeah. he's the next Hellboy. That's he's a good Hellboy. He's a robust fellow with a deep voice. That's really all you need to be to be the Hellboy. I guess having a big chin helps to support those mutton chops to balance. Cause, yeah, because if you have a weak chin, then it doesn't balance out the broken off horns and then it'll just look awkward. Like if you had like somebody with a nice pointy chin instead of that big hero chin. Then it wouldn't work. Did I leave you? I'm just looking at you. This is my, we should stop talking about Hellboy and get back on topic. Or were you looking at me being like, you know, Dale is a pretty attractive fella and he would make a good You could Hellboy. absolutely play Hellboy, I think. Nice. Just get some red paint all over yourself. Just Grow some horns. Yeah. Nice. Absolutely. I will definitely do that. Okay, so do you want to talk about anything else? Yeah. Well, we're at an hour now, but I really just wanted to touch on this one thing because it's the funniest fucking thing I've, like, thought about. And when I read the story, I was cry laughing at work for, like, 20 minutes. Is this the Santa thing? This is the fucking Santa (laughs) thing. (laughs) This is, without a doubt, my favorite thing that happened this week. Uh... I'm just gonna I'm gonna read the story and okay. I hope everyone enjoys it. Uh, organizers of a Christmas event have apologized to outraged parents after a fire alarm reportedly prompted Santa Claus to burst out of his grotto, <laughs> rip off his beard, and scream at children to get the fuck out. <laughs> Uh, The incident occurred at an event in the English town of St. Ives on Sunday when an alarm at a nearby but unconnected event caused an an evacuation of the building. (laughs) While parents and children were already evacuating, Santa Claus tore into the room and started causing havoc. He came in, ripped his hat and beard off in front of 50 odd kids. And started shouting and swearing at people to leave. I just, 
Like, you know, this Santa was like just trying to be helpful and like yeah. evacuate. And he like couldn't understand why these people weren't evacuating the building. Yeah. <laughs> so he just like rips his shit off and starts swearing and just knowing how these kids like that's ruined Santa for them forever. <laughs> these kids will never, ever be able to like visit a mall Santa again because this terrifying yeah. man ran into a room and started berating them with profanity because <laughs> they weren't like <sighs> anything that causes psychological damage to children is like the funniest thing in the universe to me and I I cannot think of a greater Christmas gift <laughs> than this story uh, and I was just very happy this, yeah, I like where you're the, the pork chop sandwiches thing yeah because like, yeah. when that fire starts he's like get the fuck out yeah. get the fuck out you Fucking idiots! Get the fuck out of here! Uh, for those of you who don't, I'll link in the show notes. But there was uh, these like viral GI Joe PSAs that were redubbed. This was back in like the glory days of the internet, where like everything was funny and every joke hadn't already been made, and uh, like squares weren't on the internet yet, so you didn't have to worry about what was said. Yeah, because if something offended you, you just didn't watch it. Sure, there's some offensive shit in here. Oh man, I actually know for a fact there. All of the <laughs> shit from 12 years ago was so offensive. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll link it in the show notes and check. Yeah. But that was like, yeah, the pork, pork oh chop sandwiches. So funny. Yeah, and like like you're saying with the Santa, like, could you imagine just being the Santa and you're like, oh shit, the fire alarm's going off. And you're like, wait, there's a room full of kids and they're not leaving. And you're like, wait, why aren't they leaving? They're like, guys, you gotta leave. Or you're like, get the fuck out of here! Go! And then they're like, oh, now we're all offended that Santa tried to save our life. Yeah, fucking snowflakes. Like, maybe next time there's a fire alarm, although I'm guilty of this. Like, when was the last time you heard a fire alarm and you were like, oh, shit, natural fire, I should go somewhere. Never. Oh, this happened to me in the mall. Like, the fire alarm was going off and my girlfriend was like, like, I was like, okay, she was at a store. And I was like, okay, I'm going to sport check. Meet me there. And she's like, okay. So I'm there. I'm looking at stuff. And well, I'm Dale and I like sports things. I go to sport check. Well, Yeah. That's a great impression of it. <laughs> I'm sporty. <laughs> All right. So anyways, I'm looking at stuff and then the fire alarm goes off and I'm like, it's obviously a test because it's never an actual fire. It's always a test. And then I'm like looking at stuff and then I call my girlfriend. And I'm like, where are you? You were supposed to meet me here like 10 minutes ago. She's like, I'm outside. There's a fire alarm. What if there's a fire? And I'm like, there's no fire. And she's like, there's never a fire. What if there is? I'm like, I said that. I'm like, there's never a fire. It's always a test. And she's like, what if you burn to death? And I'm like, the thousand times that I don't leave a store to the one time I burn to death is worth it. I feel like fire drills have created. It's like the boy who cries wolf. Now, like we've done fire drills to the point where you're just like, it's never a fire. Yeah. Never. Yeah, and it's real fires don't exist because they're like the best way to save lives in a fire is the fire alarms, but everybody just ignores them. Yes, they're like fuck whatever. (laughs) If it's an actual fire, I'll through divine intervention just know that it's real this time, and I will leave then. Yeah, if it's a real fire, I will die in the most horrific and unimaginable way possible, and that will teach (laughs) me a lesson. (laughs) Yeah, I would rather just die than lose all my stuff anyway. Yeah, like could you imagine losing? everything you own digitally like if you somehow didn't get your laptop or anything and it was just all gone well i guess for me it's like you don't really 
for me, it's like 15 years of pictures. Do you have that, that shit took. saved? Like, lo- the cloud, man. I don't have it on the cloud. Get like a Dropbox account or something. I have had a Dropbox account. Lo- I should, but this like 300 gigabytes. And I'm Ooh, much. That's too, a lot. I'm much too lazy to go through and save that all to a cloud. That's a lot of gigabytes. I just put it on an external. I was like, I'll just grab that and run out. I probably won't. I should probably put it on the cloud. Yeah. That's a good idea. It is a pretty good idea. But what if the cloud disappears? Then, you know, if the cloud disappears, that would mean the internet has disappeared. And if the internet disappears, then we're, we probably got bigger problems than your photographs. God. Could you imagine nope. having to nope. start over? That'd be the nope. worst. I'm never going back. Yeah. Did you ever read the book? Oh, I know you did. Like, what was it? Z- World War Z? Yeah. How he was talking about... Like, World War Z is this really good book. It's a bunch of different... Made like, into a shitty Brad Pitt movie that suck ass. It's the oral the history of the war against the zombies. But one of the things they talk about is after the outbreak of the zombies happens, people just gave up, lay down, and died. Like, they were just like, there's no hope. I've lost all hope. And they just basically laid down. It's like, it's hard to explain, but I don't know the science of it, but they laid down and died. If the internet went away, that I would, would be do that. 100%. I would just be like, I'm not fucking talking to people in real life and trying to figure out how to feed myself by going and getting stuff. I'm just going to lay down and die. Yeah. Like imagine having to like go to malls to buy things. Well, dude, the worst part would <laughs> go to malls to buy things. <laughs> no, the worst part would be imagine – only being able to eat food from your area. Like we wouldn't have strawberries or mangoes like, like or huge, bananas. That's a huge movement right now is like to eat locally. No, it's not because people want to <laughs> no, like not. people say they want to eat locally, but they don't realize that if they eat locally, they are just going to have shitty root vegetables and seasonal like meat because – even in Vancouver, the most temperate part of Canada, not much grows here. It's all grown in, like, California and Mexico. Like, no more guacamole for the rest of your life. Because you can't grow avocados here. And there's no internet, so you can't order any. No lemons. No oranges. No bananas. You probably have grapes. Oh, but you'd have those gross, like... The shitty little, like... Concord yeah, grapes. Awesome. Oh, yeah, no, that'd be the worst. It'd be terrible. Uh, I mean, we could eat a lot of beef. What was the other thing before be you good. start talking about fucking food? I don't know. Is there anything before me talking about food? Really? It's the most important thing. About the internet dying, laying down and die. Oh, the most important thing to me, I'm like, what would fucking dating be like if there weren't like internet dating apps anymore and you had to like, like have conversations? You'd have to go meet. No, see, the best would be there would be desperation, so you would just ignore each other's personality like they did up until 100 years ago. And they'd be like, you're a girl. I'm a guy. We have to repopulate the human race. And they're like, I don't know. Do you have the same likes and dislikes as me? And you're like, the cities are rubble. There are no likes and dislikes. It's just me and you. Do you want, to sur- do you want the human race to survive or not? That would be dating. It would be like, 
it would also be kind of great because you or you like wouldn't see a woman at all for five years, so they would all be super good looking to you. That's kind of but they would all how would it all is sting. now. You would have like one woman, yeah, and like two hundred dudes throwing themselves at that woman because they were like the only woman that existed. For like my, and that's kind of what internet dating feels like right mm, now. I think it would be the opposite because if something happened and that's what dating was like, all the dudes would immediately kill each other <laughs> just true. to try have sex with women. That is also true. Yeah. It would be like in the wild where we would like grow big horns just to fight each other for women. Like Ron Pearl. Yeah. In Hellboy. Yeah. Paint ourselves red. Yeah. Fuck a fish. Grow a great big arm. <laughs> fight each other to the death <laughs> to try have sex. All right. Well, uh, on that note, I think we're done here. Yeah, I think we covered all the important topics, <laughs> like what the sex landscape would be like after the apocalypse. Uh, Hellboy. Yeah. Uh, you know. Robot jocks. Yeah. Uh, the G.I. Joe PSAs. Yeah. From the early days of the internet. And how if a Santa swears at you. You should probably just listen to them and leave the premises. But also how all fire alarms are a myth and you will never (laughs) burn. (laughs) Yeah, they make houses so they don't burn anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. Everything's made out of cement. Anyway, uh, from all of us here at Outridge Factory, have a very happy uh, whatever non-denominational winter holiday. And then Uh, have a happy new year as well because that's already non-denominational. Is it though? I mean, unless you're Chinese. New Whoa! Year. No, because their New Year is different. Yeah, it's in February. That's what I'm going there for. Lunar New Year, motherfucker. Oh, crazy. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to set off so many fucking fireworks. It's going to be insane. You know who, Insane. You know who else celebrates holidays based on the moon? Werewolves. <laughs> Have fun <laughs> in the country of werewolves, Derek. Uh, yeah, and uh, as always, I've been your co-host, Derek Boland. You can follow uh, me on Twitter at Herder. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at SuperDaleBot. You can find Dale in the Amazon bookstore as successful werewolf novelist. (laughs) Yeah, hey, uh, if you like what you've heard, I am looking to option it for a Netflix series. It could actually happen. I would would watch this, even with no coherent storyline. Just like random facts about werewolves. That's what Ghostwriters are for. I'm like... Here's all the stuff I want to happen. Just write a through line. And then they would. And it would be great. It would be. Um, All right. Uh, Hey, if you've liked the podcast this year, feel free to head on over to where you get your podcasts. Uh, Subscribe, rate, and review us. It would mean the world uh, if you have nice things to say. If you don't, then fuck you and don't do that. Yeah. uh, Maybe... Tell a friend or two about us so that we get super popular and could quit our day jobs. Even moderately popular. Just tell enough people that we get money that we can lord it over our family and friends that we're finally successful. Like, and I would even take enough money to offset the costs of making this podcast. Yeah. Uh, which is like $30 a month. Yeah, I mean, we've got a couple Patreons, but we always want more. So, if you are one of our Patreons, I think we have, what, three? Thank you very much. Yeah, but also, if you are one of our Patreons, up your donation a little bit, because we want some money. 
and you're yeah. one of the few people willing to give us money in exchange for our dumb ideas. I mean, week. you've already shown you're willing to give us money. Why not just give us more? Uh, just a little. Yeah. 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 Inflation. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Co- year. Cost of living uh, adjustment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks again for being a listener this year. And until next year, stay angry. You know cooking. Pork chop sandwiches. Oh shit! Get the fuck out of here! What are you doing? Go! Get the fuck out of here, you stupid idiot! Fuck, we're all dead! Get the fuck out! My god, did that smell good. Detect it. There's no going, and you tell me do things. I done running. G.I. Joe!